Want to go on a road trip? Then hitch your ride with Hayley. Would you go with me? If we were lost in fields of clover. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. Klein to start your day off there. Hello and good morning. It's Hayley Wheatley here and welcome to Hitch a Ride with Hayley. That means it's Wednesday morning and as usual we're going to go off on some adventures. Although good evening if it's evening to you or very early in the morning or perhaps the middle of the night depending where you are. It's great to have so many of you with us today. Today I'm going to take you on our travels to Singapore. Now recently in a survey about people who regularly fly from my part of the world, the UK, 
way to Down Under, it was said that the very best voted stopover that anyone can, can make is actually stopping in Singapore. If it is on the itinerary, it's something that you will not regret. It's just a fusion of Asia's finest ingredients, and I'm not just talking about food. So we are going to head there today. If you've been there, I'd love to hear about it in the chat room. I'm going to talk a little bit, probably, it will come up about my time when I went there. Absolutely loved it. Went to teach out at the Glitz and Glam event with Philip Sobriello, our very own Philip from Line Dancer Radio. He does an amazing event there, Glitz and Glam, and I was very lucky to be asked to teach there. I enjoyed every minute. I want to hear about all your thoughts about this as we go along. We're going to chat lots about it today. First of all, I want to see who is in the chat room with us. Who do we have hit shakers and are you ready for the journey? Good morning, Jim Stankiewicz. Great to have you with us. He says, good morning, good morning, fellow hitchhikers. Thumbs at the ready. Lisa Thompson, lovely to have you with us, darling. Great to see you here. Big fan of Alan and Jackie, you are. Fantastic. And HP Lowe, you're here. Top of the morning to you all. Looking forward to the noodle stall in Singapore. Oh, yes, indeed. I'm going to read out just another comment I had from you this morning, HP, because this is a great little fact here. Uh, HP says, I visit uh, Singapore often. I love the cleanliness, uh, the modern city, but they still have their cultural enclaves. Still remember, he says, when Cliff Richard and the Bee Gees could not enter in the 60s, they couldn't enter the country at all and perform because they had long hair, which the government didn't like at, as it was associated with the hippie movement. That's a cool little fact. Certainly is a very very clean and um, very modest place is Singapore. Uh, lovely, lovely standards there. And everyone's so polite and friendly. A really great, great place to visit. Sandra Douglas is in the house. Now, Sandra was one of the uh, my travel buddies, my, my lovely friend Sandra, who came to Singapore with me. Um, and a sister Angela too, uh, my other friend. And when I got on the plane there, uh, it was these two that kept me company. Uh, must have the patience of a saint to do that journey with me in tow, I tell you. But of course, it made the trip all the more wonderful having them with us. And Sandra is in the chat room here today. Sandra saying this is this one is going to bring back a lot of memories of a wonderful trip, and even more wonderful people. I totally agree with that, Sandra. Daniel Dykmans is in the house. He says, good morning, Hayley and everyone. Great to have you with us, Daniel. And hello, Anne-Marie. Uh, hey, from France, you say. Well, welcome, welcome, bonjour. And uh, I hope you have a great day today. I will, of course, be talking about the Singaporean choreographer. That is the Singaporean choreographer we all know, of course. We, we think of Singapore, we think of Philip Sobriello. And we do so because he is brilliant at what he does. He has a great show here on Line Dancer radio on a Tuesday that we all enjoy and uh, the choreographies that he brings out just never stop being wonderful. Of course one of the choreographers he tends to co-choreograph with quite a lot is the wonderful Rebecca Lee and uh, they have a great dance out that came out I think in December it was of the end of the year co-choreographed with Young Hai Yoon from Korea and this one is called Just Fly Away. The artist is Tones and I. If you remember Dance Monkey, well this is their new one. I had a dream that someday I would just fly, fly away And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that I'd just fly away I've been on my own for a minute is it only me out here searching for the place to begin it 
by Philip, Rebecca and you. And what do you think of that one? Fantastic. We are going to Singapore. I am talking about Philip. Now I have touched down here in a past show because I remember when I visited Singapore uh, with my friend Sandra and Angela, it was just amazing. The people we met, the things we did and Philip's Glitz and Glam event was just spectacular. Organised down to every last detail. You wouldn't believe how wonderfully smooth it ran. And uh, I have great memories, as I say, from this. But uh, Singapore is in the spotlight again. And it is in the, in the spotlight because it has been voted by UK to Australia and Australia to UK travellers as the best stop-off you can make. It's been voted the number one stop-off. So even if you are there just for a short amount of time, then definitely check it out. There's so much to see and do. So while we're heading there today, and we're going to enjoy some of the sights there are to see, I just want to check back into the chat room and see how many more hitchhikers we have joining us. Uh, Bodil, hello, how are you? Bodil says, hi Haley. long time no see. Yay, today less work than normal, so I can join you. That sounds fantastic to me, Bodil. Welcome, welcome on our travels. Sandra Burns, always making an entrance, fantastic journey there uh, with the Julie Andrews wafting her arms. I love it. Welcome Sandra, you are with us on our travels. And Joan Ord too. Good morning everyone. She says, morning Haley. Joan was last week's uh, Great Explorer winner. So will we have a winner today? Let's wait and see. 
see. And good morning, Antoinette. Hello, lovely to have you with us. Antoinette says, morning, Hayley and everyone. All right, let's head off to Singapore. If you have anything you want to add about the place or the people or anything, I would love to hear about it. Um, I've tried to do a little bit of looking into things that maybe I didn't see when I was around there, so it's not just my experiences. I'd love to have a mixed bag here. Now, um, it is known that Bangkok and Kuala Lumpur are popular destinations for Western tourists, but neither of these two stopover cities does it for me quite like Singapore. In fact, I love it so much, I like to call it Blingapore. It's certainly squeaky clean by comparison with other Southeast Asian capitals, but it's got much to waylay you with, helping you break your journey if you are heading, as suggested in the papers recently, for a trip down under. You could stop over here in Singapore for the food alone, maybe at some corner joint with wipe down tables in Little India or a district of grid streets oozing managed mayhem elsewhere in the city. Uh, waves of saris blow uh, in Little India and it's beautiful to go there and see um, all the shoppers, especially things that can be bought at Mustafa Singapore. This is a must call by shopping mall, which is open 24 seven. Great to check out. And there's so many restaurants in Singapore you can eat Lebanese, Chinese, Japanese, Peranakan, um, and, and if you haven't heard from this, this, this descended from Chinese traders who settled generations ago. Now many uh, married and had children with Malays and uh, they formed all this lovely multicultural city where you can try lots of different cuisine if you're into uh, cuisine from all different cultures. Um, formerly an enclave independent since 1965, this shiny island city-state off the southernmost tip of the Malay Peninsula is a modern multicultural world with old colonial accents. And there are wonderful things to see and to eat. Um, HP talked about the noodles there and uh, we will talk a little bit more about other places that you can go to there. My favourite place that I ate at in Singapore was Philip Sobriello's mum's house. <laughs> she is a fantastic cook and it is just a great memory. Wonderful, wonderful, beautiful lady and uh, it was really a meal to remember. So I don't know if uh, Philip would be up for taking you to his mum's house if you're ever stopping in Singapore but it's definitely going on my number one recommendation. Uh, welcome into the chat room, David Thomas. It's good to have you with us today. Great little gif there as I welcome you in. We are in Singapore, David. We're talking about it as a perfect stop off or even if you want to go there longer because I got to say, it didn't feel like long enough. I was there like 10 days and I still didn't, didn't, I would have stayed longer, you know, I still didn't get my fill of Singapore. So we're going to talk a little bit more about it, but I am focusing on that famous Singaporean choreographer that we all know so well. And the very first dance I choreographed with him, we did this together and we actually did it on a ship. Uh, touring around the southern seas um, down in, in the South Pacific and it was a dance called Can You Feel It? I came back and I taught this at Eurodance this year and it went down really well. Still have happy memories of this one.
If you ever feel the same, you better let me know. You better let me know. Uh, choreographed by Philip Sobriello and myself that's a Bergia song fantastic one I taught that at Eurodance a few years back but it was choreographed actually as we were on a ship leaving Australia and traveling in the South Pacific and uh, really good memories for that reason of that one uh, both both choreographing it and teaching it and we are talking Singapore we're talking about it being a great stopover if you are traveling to Australia now I didn't travel to Singapore that way. I went specifically to Singapore and it was fantastic, but it has been voted a great stop-off and it has hit the papers for that reason. So we are just discussing that now in the chat room. And HP has said, uh, I have actually done that very long journey over 24 hours from LHR to Sydney with a three-hour stopover at Chang'ai Airport. It was a very refreshing stop and stretch your legs. And the airport is beautiful and colorful with lots of orchids. No wonder it has has been voted the best airport in the world in the past. Another great fact there from UHP. Thank you so much. Yes, it has been voted the world's best airport. And if you go in, there is a beautiful centerpiece in the middle, um, a beautiful water feature that lights up. And I remember feeling like I was somewhere completely different from the middle of an airport. It doesn't feel like you're in the middle of an airport when you see this spectacular site. Fantastic shops, clean shops, great airport staff. I actually can completely agree with being, I think, one of the best airports. I think it is the best airport I've ever been in indeed uh, so it's worth stopping over just for the airport if you're heading out that way uh, great gifs in the chat room lovely little dancing gif from Joan there and a Singaporean flag from David I love it and Ross Brown is in the house with us too he says good morning Hayley and fellow listeners been tuned in from the start while setting my gear up hope everyone is having a good day yes indeed we are we are talking about Philip Sobriello because of course when we hit in Singapore who else can we talk about? He is just fabulous. And I'm just going to remind you that you can hear his show every week on a Tuesday. Bringing you the hottest dances from Asia. Join Philip Tuesdays, 12 till 2 p.m. for Asia In Line, the heart of Asia. Wednesday, 7pm to 9pm, Online Dancer Radio. Back to back with Kathy. Keep it here. Keep it Line Dancer Radio. 
Yes, and back to back will be a little bit different tonight because you will have Julie Lockton hosting it tonight, which will be just wonderful. Julie will be with us taking over from Kathy for one week, so remember to tune in and enjoy that show tonight too. All right, Singapore. Any experiences you have on Singapore, please do feel free to share me share with me in the chat room. If you haven't been there but would like to put it on your list, you know, you can always let me know what it is that entices you about Singapore. Why would you like to give it a visit? Um, just looking at the comments here, great to have more of you checking in. Hello, Suzanne Dingwall, how are you, my lovely? She says, good morning, Hayley and fellow listeners. Tuned in listening, 8.47 p.m. Adelaide time. So it's good evening to you indeed, Suzanne. And Sandra Douglas is saying, Philip and his lovely son were so brave for putting up with us If when we went to Singapore. If you ever get invited to stay with Philip, it's five-star accommodation and service. It certainly is, certainly is. Uh, I was just talking before the last song about uh, going to Philip's mom's house for dinner. It was just just the best food. It was just fantastic. Sarah Jalkin is saying, hi, Hayley and everyone. I'll be listening it's good to have you with us Sarah I'm so pleased to see you today so talking about Singapore and one thing that is quite famous is this address it's raffles in Singapore uh, a beautiful pale of facade and regal of poise beyond its frangipani line drive you can't help but miss this beautiful building it originated in 1887 as a 10-room bungalow belonging to the brothers the Sarkis from Armenia then it was by the sea. Now more than two kilometres of drained sat land separates it from any whiff of ozone. The hotel grew uh, t just gradually um, and, uh, and 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 spectacularly in the 20th century. Um, a wing here, a bar there, but its most recent makeover is a vision of bling-free glamour in dark woods and white marble. Just beautiful porcelain and suites with four posters. Uh, big huge doors and closets straight out of I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to think now I've lost my train of thought closets that would come out of straight out of a an old movie or something like that I, I lost my word um, the Raffles has over the years actually been facelifted and yet if you look at it yourself it is a timeless building. Um, there's many a story to be told that has taken place in the plush confines of Singapore's dual hotel Raffles. Um, it was named after the father of modern Singapore, Sir Stamford Raffles. The state's most cherished hotel has been a celebrity, royalty and dignitary grace uh, venue for many years. Its hallowed halls have seen many famous faces. Um, have you ever heard of it? If you've been in that area, it might be something or a name that's been on your lips. I remember watching a TV show a while back last year, and this was their final stop-off. Uh, Race Around the World, it was called, and they had to get from the UK and end up in Singapore without taking any planes or boats or anything like that. They just had to do it on foot. It was great. It was a great show. And uh, yeah, this was where they ended up, on the rooftop. And it is just a beautiful sight when you hit Singapore. And I have a few little interesting facts about this too. I'm going to let you know about these after our next track. Our next one is another one choreographed by Philip. This is one he taught when he was over in the UK last January. Uh, he did a little ad hoc workshop local to me and uh, they loved this one. A nice simple little dance but but just perfect for the event that it was at. This is Do Wa Diddy. There she was just a walking down the street singing Do what did it, did it, done, did it do Popping her fingers and 
song with a great dance added to it. Ah, so how are we doing? We are traveling to Singapore today and I hope you can enjoy the journey with me. Great to see the comments in the chat room and I love this next one. HP Lowe has put up a recipe for a Singapore sling. Very nice. This was the first drink I had to have when I got to Singapore. Our very first night when I arrived there, we went to a lovely little bar and met up with all the choreographers and we had a little tiny party with one of Philip's friends singing live. It was amazing. And of course, it had to be a Singapore, Singapore sling for me. I'm just looking in the chat room here at what you would add. You've got gin, cherry liquor, orange flavoured liquor, herbal liquor, grenadine, pineapple juice, fresh lime juice and bitters. Oh, and don't forget the maraschino cherry. And uh, it says here, straight up without ice. Uh, you can tell I just drank it. I didn't care about what was in it at the time, but I really enjoyed it. It tasted great. Uh, here's Jilly Loxton in the house. She says, hello, Hayley, I'm here. Fred's gone into town. Hope you're well. Great to have you with us, Julie. Of course, we were just chatting about Julie. She will be doing Kathy's back-to-back show tonight, so don't miss that. All right, just enjoying Singapore, we were talking about raffles, the many story to be told about it. It certainly does have a famous name. So sometimes perhaps you've not even been to that area, but you've heard of this particular hotel. Um, raffles entices many a guest, including tigers. Now, history buffs may have heard of the time a tiger came to tea in the luxurious bar and billiard room at Raffles. As legend has it, a wild tiger, or was it a tiger that escaped from a traveling circus, we don't know, managed to creep into the comfortable confines of the billiard room and cower under a billiard table. So so even he wanted to stay in this hotel. It was so pre- prestigious. 
After his presence was discovered, the tiger was shot at least five times, oh no, before receiving a fatal blow. I don't like the ending of that story. He just wanted to come and have a Singapore sling. That's so mean. Um, now, people might not actually know, but the tiger was the last of its kind to ever be shot in Singapore. But it wasn't the last tiger to be seen at raffles. A live tiger was photographed on top of a raffles billiard table as part of the Hotel Centennial celebrations. And one of its first guests, apparently according to the hotel, was an author, Joseph Conrad, a famous author, Joseph Conrad, who was just a seaman at the time. Much like any historical beauty, it has a song made in its honour. Uh, composers and chansonniers have often looked to beauty for inspiration for their next tune. Therefore, it was only a matter of time that the pearly white halls of Raffles would also be epitomised in song. It was a 1915 song and A. Dietz, his composition The Raffles March, came out and was dedicated to one of the hotel's founding brothers, Tigran Sarkis. The origins of the Singapore sling, now this is very interesting, as we have been talking about Singapore slings in the chat room. Uh, to this day, the origins remain in contention, but the official story is, at f is as follows. Hainanese bartender uh, Giam Tong Boon created the million dollar cocktail and Singapore sling at the now famous Long Bar. However, much like any other cocktail, there are several variants to this tale. The first is that the original recipe for the Singapore sling merely required a dash of cherry brandy to be added to a gin sling. The other is that the sling is merely an appropriation of the Bronx cocktail that didn't contain pineapple juice. Whatever your belief, many still venture to the long bar to sip on a sling while throwing peanut shells on the floor. The tradition of doing this um, has become on the bucket list as has been placed on the bucket list by many a seasoned traveller and what it is is that you do eat the peanuts out of the shells and the shells go straight on the floor while you have a sling in the other hand. Now the hotel was also the backdrop to the ultimate age of film. Uh, Pretty Polly, Guy Green's rendition of the short story Pretty Polly Barlow by Noel Coward was shot at Raffles and the film maintains to be one of the top films of all time. Rudyard Kipling, the very famous Rudyard Kipling, also had a thing or two to say about it. Raffles was immortalised in the work of Nobel Prize winner, of the Nobel Prize winner Rudyard Kipling, in his 1889 book From Sea to Sea. Kipling describes the hotel as a place called Raffles Hotel, where the food is excellent and the rooms are bad. The, while the venue's famous Tiffin Room would certainly enjoy such praise, travellers of today who have had the joy of staying at one of the hotel's restored suites disagree with the author's sentiment regarding the accommodation. The venue maintains a very good score on TripAdvisor. Now, when they say that Raffles is a nation's treasure, it is true. Raffles was given the honour of being designated as the national monument or a national monument by the Singapore government in 1987. So there you go. If you want to check this out, if you're there, do go and have a look. It is a beautiful, beautiful place to go to. And I am going to give you another little track 
choreographed by Philip but this one is one of my favorites too because it was choreographed by a whole bunch of us on the uh, on the cruise around Australia held by David Hoyne and David uh, set this up we we had a few uh, accompanying us choreographing this there was myself Betty Drummond and a host of other choreographers Rebecca Lee Jose Miguel Malacovana uh, did I say Miguel, Jose Miguel Bilocoana, Daniel Trevat, Alison Johnston? I won't go on. Uh, I just want to get it played. I'm so excited. This is one for LDF, and it is one of my favorite dances, and uh, it did so well. I remember dancing this one in Chicago too, and I love, love, love it. Yeah. 
one for LDF, choreographed by a host of choreographers, including myself and including Philip Sobriello, who of course we're talking about today because we're hitting down in Singapore today to celebrate this beautiful, beautiful country, beautiful city. And we have been talking raffles and we have been talking tigers. And in the chat room, I can see a fantastic GIF here hopping about. It's Tigger in the chat room. Thank you, Jim, for this GIF. Uh, there is no tiger quite like Tigger, is there? Because he's the only one. Uh, Linda Lee is saying in the chat room, apparently there are no wild tigers in Singapore. The last one was shot in 1930. 1930. So that, that was the tiger that got into raffles that we were talking about that was shot. Uh, fantastic facts there. Thanks, Linda. And Emery is saying, I love the LDF song. Learned it from Daniel a few years ago. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. We had so much fun doing it. Uh, there was a lot of us that did it. And of course, uh, Daniel really put uh, some great moves into this. He, he is fantastic. So uh, it's great that he could bring that one around to you. Uh, now, we are talking about bringing on the city of Singapore. Even if you've only just had breakfast, there's always an excuse to eat more in Singapore. I would stick a food market on your tick list if you're heading out there. I'm going to talk about Singapore's Hawker Center. Now, this is just a famous place, and we did go there. We had a great night there uh, when we went to the Hawker Center. In fact, I think one of the pictures I originally shared was uh, Sandra and Angela. I think that was on us on our way to the Hawker Center, if I remember. It might have been a different night, actually. but um, Or maybe it was the group picture of us all. But it's just great. The Hawker Centre, it sizzles. It's just brilliant. Uh, sometimes you can go to places with multiple floors, with pans of fabulous things, uh, flashing over blue fire, spitting and crackling with oil. Just everyone has a favourite place to go to in Singapore, and everyone has a favourite place within those places. So they have uh, their own like individual stalls and places to buy things. And they say the more humble the store, the more delicious the food. That's what people will tell you. But I have have to disagree because it all tasted so great to me. Um, often a lot of these places you go it's kind of like all polystyrene plates and plastic cutlery or you can use your fingers like the regulars, uh, use them until they're stained ochre with turmeric uh, but that's the way to eat and it is just wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Hawker centres, they thrive across the city delivering some of the tastiest most diverse food in Singapore at the cheapest prices. Uh, you can find a list actually if you go to visitsingapore.com you can have a look at the different of the different hawker centers and what what the foods foods like there which which is the best if you have a particular favorite now if you are listening in and you have been to singapore please do let me know in the chat room what your favorite thing to do was that was that your favorite thing there was to do. <laughs> I'm all tongue-tied today. I must be so excited looking back at these happy memories. Um, I mean, one of the memories I have was visiting Marina Bay. They have the merlion there, that beautiful fountain. And in the chat just now, I shared a picture of as we went on a cruise around Marina Bay. It was exquisite at night, fireworks and everything. It was just one of my favorite experiences. Of course, down that way, they have the gardens by the bay. And if you look in the chat too, a little bit further up, you'll see my picture of those beautiful trees lit up at night. Um, I don't know if they have a particular name, um, but they're the very large synthetic trees within the gardens by the bay. And they are just stunning. They are really, really beautiful. There's all sorts of things to see, like Jurong Bird Park. You can go into Chinatown, which is just full of authentic merchandise and food. Uh, I still use my chopsticks I bought there. And uh, there's Sentosa Island too, which is just full of exciting things, not to mention all the shops, all the malls, all of the beautiful sites, all of the authentic dishes, authentic shops. Ah, oh, I want to go back 
guys, hitchhike here with me some more. I'm just enjoying it so much. Of course, I uh, I hope Philip can catch this show on catch up because we really do love his dances and I am just highlighting a few of these today. This next one is to a Janet Jackson track. It's a really kind of upbeat, feel good one. The dance is called Burning It Up. Just how I burn it up. Let it burn. 
Burn It Up is the song Janet Jackson there and the dancers burning it up. One of Phillips again. We are talking about Singapore and about how wonderful it was to be there. Of course, I was talking about my favorite sites. If you've been to Singapore and if you have a favorite place, do let me know in the chat room or if you've seen anything about Singapore that you would like to do, if you'd like to head out there. Uh, I know uh, my, my family, my boys and my family would say they want to go to the Grand Prix. The Singaporean Grand Prix is something that always entices them. Uh, Sandra Doug Douglas is saying in the chat room, a must is Gardens by the Bay, and she says unforgettable. Uh, I'd agree with that, and actually, I went with Sandra and Angela to the garden, uh, Gardens by the Bay, and it was just a wonderful day. We had such a great time. It was so warm and so lovely. Uh, we really enjoyed it, and I was talking about this to my dad, actually, yesterday, because he was talking about, you know, the, um, the things you can do which are kind of uh, 3D, these 3D experiences, and when I was there with Sandra and Angela, we went to this 3D experience that flew you over the flowers so you could look down at the flowers as if you were a buzzy bee kind of uh, a bumblebee, a buzzy bee, kind of flying through the flowers and over the, the sights of the gardens by the bay. It was just exquisite to do. It was a great experience. Um, and uh, yeah, something to try. If you have a favorite thing to do there, let me know. Uh, we are going to just spend another little last moment in Singapore and then we are moving on to our great explorer quiz. And hello, Mona Leith. How lovely to have you with us. Uh, Mona is in the chat room saying hello, Hayley Wheatley and listeners. Welcome. Hitchhike with us and do enjoy it. And Joan Ord, what a great picture in the chat room. Of course, we've been talking about Philip a lot. And there you are in, in the picture with him. And I'm in there too. I'm on the other side. So that's great. I love that photo. Thank you for sharing that with me. If you have anything to add in the chat room about Singapore or even just heading out to Asia or stop-offs stop you may have been, if you've been to Australia or if you've been to a particularly nice stop off somewhere let me know I was talking about Singapore and the subject came up because it has been voted by those that inter uh, intercontinentally cross the borders that those that travel from the UK and to Australia and back from Australia to the UK have named Singapore as their favorite stop off so I would love to know in the chat room what was your favorite stop off have you ever stopped at an airport that you thought you know what this airport is lovely or you, there's particularly great food at this airport or maybe you've even seen someone famous and that's what's made the trip for you if there is a stop off you have had on any trip anywhere I'd love to know about this in the chat room let me know which your favorite stop off was and uh, I'd love to read those comments out just a last little bit about Singapore it is an amazing place if you ever get the chance to go I would highly recommend it if you ever get the chance to go back go for it I want to go back uh, there is all those beautiful places we talked about Raffles the Raffles Hotel uh, Little India the markets there Gardens by the Bay Marina Bay just wonderful although of Singapore's 5.7 million inhabitants 77% are Chinese 14% are Malay and 7% are Indian 1% uh, are Eurasian and this is very convenient for those of us that are non-polyglot stopping over uh, because the working uh, language there is English. So uh, Eng English is all you need to speak to head into Singapore. And uh, the best places to go, of course, are the eating places. They're amazing, especially Happy Hour at Chinatown. Wonderful seafood restaurants there. 
Um, in fact, if you head there, it could be Soho, you know, any, any Londoners would find it a lot like Soho in some of the areas. It can perhaps feel a little touristy. Uh, some of the souvenir stores there are named things such as Gift Shop or Perfect Shop. Um, and if you head to Temple Street, you can uh, pass en route to the sweeping eaves of the Buddha Tooth Relic Temple. But the area's Chinese origins are true, even if ironically the most genuine homes are reconstructed in the 1950s uh, 1950s examples on show within the heritage, the Chinatown Heritage Center. Um, a lot of them are reconstru reconstructions, but everything is so authentic there, and even the reconstructions are built to a fantastic standard. You can taxi through the central business district. You'll see it's so clean and beautiful as you head there. You can get the full impact of this fantasy futurist city. Buildings shove an angle and soar all around you, so you will lose perspective as you just look on in awe. I felt that way myself, I must say. Uh, nothing in the frame is human. Nothing is recognisable by scale. Uh, nothing has a scale by which to measure them. It's just utterly exhilarating. A hotel glimpsed on Beach Road near Raffles is other planetary. Its glinting floors give way at various heights to living walls. Outbreaks of leafy nature everywhere within the city. Uh, you'll see all this touch of nature nature that reaches up high into the blue sky and of course raffles has that rooftop pool you can retreat to if you want to actually head and stay at raffles you can always venture for a swim and have those singapore slings or two in the hotel's long bar uh, centerpiece the centerpiece there is hand operated it's uh, a piston-like contraption it allows bartenders to shake a dozen of those wonderful cherry flavored gin lace drinks at a time um, and they're about 20 pound a pop if you want to head there for a cocktail classic singapore sling at this tourist loved institution and of course as i said the custom is to scatter those monkey nut shells all over the floor as you snack it certainly is an experience just to be within this beautiful city and maybe eat in it some of the wonderful things you can find now my trip there was all too brief uh, reflecting on it now uh, i just i can't believe how wonderful the city was it seemed to extend a welcome to to me uh, and to all of us to, to my friends too as we hit down there so uh, however briefly you're passing through if you want to take the advice of those that say it's a great stop off go there be welcomed by singapore or blingapore as i call it and just enjoy your time there whether it's a two-hour stopover or a two-week stay it is definitely a place to put on your list. Now, I'm going to check back in the chat room very shortly after this next one. I want to play you this next one. This is quite an important one for me today. This is a brand new dance. It's called Surviving. And it was choreographed, or it began its choreography journey back in November. Because uh, we found this song and the lyrics of it are just so apt for what we've all been through in lockdown. And this was co-choreographed by a few of us and it took a while to come together. We've all been so busy that it's actually gonna have its very first teach today on Streamline. And uh, I get the honor of teaching that today on Streamline at two o'clock UK time, that's three uh, CET. And it's choreographed by myself and Philip Sobriello, which is why I'm playing it now, because we've been touching on a lot of Philip's dancers, uh, Joe Kinzer, Rebecca Lee, Willie Brown, Michael Lynn, Esmeralda Vanderpool, and the wonderful Grace David. And this is Surviving. So listen out for this, and don't forget to tune in today if you want to learn the dance to go with it. No. 
Feeling time flying high as I held on tight to you To you Did I blow my mind on the wild side Singing hallelujah to him every night with you to 9.30am UK time. It's time to wake up with Willie. Live from Scotland, join Willie Brown for breakfast on Line Dancer Radio. Sunday, 9 to 11pm UK time. Dim the lights, pour the wine and relax with Michael. The Sunday chill. Only on Line Dancer Radio. go of course a little jingle for uh, Willie Brown and Michael in there because they are co-choreographers of that last one I've just played it is surviving and if you want to learn it do join me on streamline today I'll be teaching it myself I'm so excited to teach it I hope I do everyone proud there's eight of us that choreographed it and it's taken a few months to just get it just a hundred percent right till we can bring it to your floor and we just hope you love it we have been talking about Singapore we are just going to leave Singapore now we've had a great time uh, just discussing it and we've been 
been talking about Philip Sobriello a lot as as you know he is from Singapore he's a fantastic radio DJ and a fantastic choreographer and he also co-choreographed Surviving which will be taught today I just want to know your thoughts on Singapore so I'm going to head into the chat room just to hear what you're saying and welcome you if you're just joining us uh, HP Lowe has shared a fantastic photo now if you are in the chat room and you can access this while you listen have a look at this photo wowzers he says this is a photo I took in 2019 of the merlion um, they, they call it the merlion if you have a look at the picture it's a mermaid crossed with a lion the well-known Singaporean icon in the background is the famous Marina Sands hotel with the infinity pool and uh, if you look at this picture actually it looks too good to be true but it, it is just picturesque uh, an epitome of how beautiful Singapore is that to me in that picture is how I remember Singapore that's how I remember being on that boat in the middle um, and enjoying sailing through that at night uh, it really is just that stunning um, 2019 that must have been the year I was there uh, HP we, we might have been close by visiting um, Joan is saying in the chat room this sounds like a beautiful place uh, Singapore I've added it to my list of places to visit indeed uh, you should head there Joan and call in and say hi to Philip while you're there um, HP is also saying this is another great fact one of our other well-known choreographers Amy Christian also hails from Singapore she's in, based in Michigan now but this is where she's from and indeed that is so I, I play a lot of Amy's songs you know love her stuff and uh, that is a super fact to add in thank you HP and Jane Wright is with us hi Haley. busy today so I'm being quiet oh no Jane we like you noisy come on be noisy we like our noisy travelers as you hitchhike with us of course Ross Brown is in the chat room too and he says we're surviving a great gif there remember you Ross will be with us at 12 as soon as I finish Ross is going to carry you through the afternoon and Ross will be going till two which is perfect timing to then join in to my teach of surviving coming up see how I've planned your whole day for you yep no gratitude necessary <laughs> you've got the whole Wednesday planned and I tell you when I started this show I used to start on a Friday and uh, I used to love coming off and getting ready for my Friday night glass of wine now I always feel like I should be drinking wine on a Wednesday even though that is not a good thing to do so I won't but uh, it definitely feels like the weekend's coming what do you think now we're going to go to the Great Explorer Quiz. Remember, you can play to win. You can join the winners that have already won a Great Explorer pack, which are Sandra, Jim, Marion, Sinead, Suzanne, Nina and Joan. There are three packs left to win. If you want to, you can play for fun. If you've won already, you can't win again, but you can still play and answer the questions if you know them or have a guess. It doesn't matter if you have a guess. I would love to hear your guesses in the chat room. Or... You know, we don't have to have a winner, so uh, let's just see if we can get another winner this week. It would be great if we can. My first question of the quiz. The 16th century Spanish explorer Francisco de Oriana completed the first known navigation of the entire length of which river? Let me repeat that. The 16th century Spanish explorer Francisco de Oriana completed the first known navigation of the entire length of which river? I'm going to give you a multiple choice here to make it a little bit easier. Was it the Amazon? Was it the Thames? 
or was it the Nile? So you've got three options there. You got a you got a one in three chance of getting this right. Was it the Amazon, the Thames, or the Nile? Take a guess in the chat room. I'm going to come back and check your comments, and I'm going to play this next one now. This is Big River. While we're talking of rivers, one of my all-time favourites, of course, being a Northeast girl. Why not have a bit of Jimmy Nail? Far away, 
play it Jimmy Nail for a rough old Geordie he has a beautiful voice and of course he wrote that himself I don't know if you know the background of that song but the the river that he refers to is in the title is the River Tyne which runs through Nail's hometown which is Newcastle upon Tyne and that song is an elegy to the days when shipbuilding and industry in general were at their height in Newcastle and it laments the later decline of the industry and therefore the decline of the importance and the activity of the Tyne River itself uh, I love the last chorus where he sings the river will rise again um, I always think as well of Pauline Baycroft for that one she she always dances the sway to that one and uh, of course with with Dave and Pauline being from Newcastle too that one is a special one for them also just just a lovely northern song I had to squeeze that one in today um, I was just chatting about Singapore today that's where we headed to and uh, I was asking about your experiences there if you wanted to share them and Sinead has said in the chat room hi Haley and listeners been tuned in from the start bit of a busy day just getting ready now for special training and intensive massage therapy afterwards she says was in Singapore in 1978 uh, for three days as start of a driving holiday in Malaysia and Penang when we lived in Hong Kong she says, wished we had more time there, visited Chinese gardens and also took the cable car to Sentosa. It was amazing, but was pregnant with my older daughter and was nearly refused the ride. Managed to convince them it was safe in the end. What amazing memories. Thank you for sharing those with us, Sinead. Fantastic. Uh, good luck with the special training today. And my question I asked, we're having the great explorer quiz, and my question was, the 16th century Spanish explorer Francisco de Orellana completed the first known navigation of the entire length of which river? It was, of course, the Amazon. Kudos, Joan Ord, H.P. Lowe, and Ross Brown. You all got that correct. Time for the next question. 
The terracotta army sculptures, I love these, absolutely love these, were discovered in 1974. Now, I, I never realised these were actually discovered so recently. Of course, I've always uh, looked upon them. I saw the miniature versions in Orlando when I was there. Uh, always been fascinated with them and all their faces being different and modelled upon a particular member of the army. I always thought they, they were such a... Uh, an old find, a historic find, but they were discovered in 1974. Which country were they discovered in? Again, I'm going to give you a multiple choice here. Was it China? Was it Japan? Or was it South Korea? So the terracotta army sculptures were discovered in 1974. In which country? China, Japan, or South Korea? Uh, now, 1974, of course, being that recent year, I was trying to find a dance track that came out in this year and I, ha I found this one. Now, this one we danced to the Eric Clapton version. So I'm cheating a little bit because the original that came out in 1974 was a Leonard Skinner song, but I still, I still really like this song and the dance to go with it. The dance is choreographed by Gay Tether, Andrew and Sheila Palmer, and it is They Call Me The Breeze.
call me the breeze love that one the breeze and uh, as ross brown is putting it in the chat room they call me febreze well that uh, that would sure smell nice <laughs> that breeze ross i love it Ah, right so my last question here was the terracotta army sculptures were discovered in 1974 in which country and we have some right answers in the chat room of course hp you're spot on uh, you've actually put xi'an china uh, very specific ross brown correct china joe nord correct china well done guys that's fantastic all right let's jump straight into the next question which nationality was the team that reached the south pole first in 1911 which nationality was the team that reached the south pole first in 1911 i'm going to give you multiple choice again for this one was it the norwegian team the swedish team or the Danish team, which one? Norwegian, Swedish, or Danish? If you listen to this next song, there is a clue actually hidden away in it. I'm gonna play a couple back to back while you have a think about this one.
Join Ross on his travels Wednesday, 12 p.m. here on Line Dancer Radio. This is Steve Healy, and I'm a proud founding member of the Line Dance Foundation. Remember, someone somewhere is dealing with a crisis and may need to reach out. You can help by making the LDF your adopted charity of choice for as little as £1, $1, or €1 a month. You will give us the resources to offer a helping hand to those in our community who reach out in times of need. It's simple. Visit LionDanceFoundation.com and click on Proud Members. There you can complete your secure application and pledge. However much you can give, big or small, will help us to continue to assist those who reach out. Thank you for joining the LDF Members Club. There we go. Don't don't forget you can join the LDF Members Club at any time. And also a quick reminder that Ross Brown will be here at 12. He's going to take you through the afternoon right up to 2 o'clock when then you can sign off and uh, enjoy joining me for a streamline workshop. How about that for a day's plans? My last question in the Great Explorer quiz was this one. What nationality was the team that reached the South Pole first in 1911? Was it Norwegian, Swedish or Danish? And I played Southbound Train, of course, because the South Pole is just in that direction. It's Southbound. 
And I was uh, trying to give a little clue in the chat room. Um, when I played the track, Remember You Young, I asked who the choreographers were. Who were the choreographers for that one to see if you could kind of grasp on to the clue. Uh, Ross Brown got it. You uh, Let me just see if I can find the comment here, actually, as I scroll through these. Da, 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 da. Uh, Ross says... It was Armand Storsveen and Joe Thompson Szymanski, and indeed it was. And I said, what nationality is Armand? Uh, because, yes, he is Norwegian, and Norwegian was the correct answer. So in the chat room, uh, Ross Brown, HP Low, you've got it. Joan, you've got it. Joan, you were last week's winners. Well done, you. Uh, Ross has got the, the winning trophy and the week's that have passed HP that means three correct answers you are this week's winner so a great explorer pack can make its way to you if you want to inbox me your address at the end of the show I will send you one of those out and well done to everyone who took part today uh, great uh, Suzanne uh, great gif from you in the chat room uh, she says love remember you young and of course just a joke there remember in the restart fantastic uh, great thanks for playing guys I love I love those moments now of course we we always head to travel on this particular show because it is hitch a ride with Haley. we hitch a ride to anywhere it could be anywhere in the world I take you to on my travels but we can't really travel too much yet and we know we can't I've been trying to schedule in events that are just not going to happen again at the end of this year um, and if you're in the UK like like I am we have had more news hit the headlines this week in the fact that unfortunately there may be a fine coming into place for anyone who chooses to travel for non-essential travel so this is anything that's classed as a holiday or something that's not work or not essential family related you can be fined for this my goodness this is going to make it even harder for us to travel but we still will on this show continue to talk travel because it is great and exciting to find out about different places in the world but we're also going to have some fun chatter coming up on the show. So things that aren't necessarily travel related, we can hitch a ride to all these conversations and have fun looking into them. I'm going to play you another track now. This one is called Back to My Life, um, because indeed I think we all want our life back a little bit. This is choreographed by Yus Winson uh, in Malaysia. And I do like a bit of blue. I've met the blue guys before and choreographed to their tracks too. So are one of their tracks uh, Great, great track. Great choice, this one, Winston. Thanks for picking this one.
my life that dance is called I just want to come back to my own life we are talking about travel and all things changing again these COVID times have been so funny of course we are reading about certain places going back into lockdown if you're tuned in and that's you I'm so sorry to hear that I hope this can all move forward uh, we do know that there will be big waves of this coming but we just have to bear with it and carry on the best we can keep calm and carry on so they say um, we did play the breeze a little earlier on I just want to read out this comment from Jim because this is a great little fact Jim added here he says now this fact is that Leonard Skinner was not a real person uh, was in fact sorry a real person read this properly Haley. not just in the band um so yeah great fact there we could look more into that more deeply couldn't we indeed uh well done to everyone who played took part in the great explorer quiz of course correct answers all round well done hp low if you want one of those packs i will make sure that uh packs it i will make sure that it makes its way to you i'm getting so excited reading all these things today so many great facts so many great memories i've encountered um of course so many things to cover that's not necessarily travel related will we travel again uh, if you do one of my next questions we were looking at in the past shows is about flying different flights now remember you can fly now if it is essential travel if it is to get to family members or if it is business or if it is something that you need to do there will be no repercussions and if you are is premium economy worth it? Should you try to stick to just regular coach class or is it worth upgrading? When the world's first premium economy was introduced, it was done so by Virgin Atlantic in 1992. It was back then called mid-class. The idea was that it was a step up from economy, but not quite as good as business. It has wider seats, more legroom, better food and a separate cabin as as with uh, business class on some airlines including virgin uh, that's still what this means but there is no agreed definition or even name on uh, for places um, if you travel like say with british airways uh, they call it it's world traveler plus on united for example Economy Plus is in the same cabin, it has the same seats as Economy, and the only difference being that you get a few centimetres more of extra legroom, uh, and maybe even a slightly better recline on your seat. I don't know, is that worth it then? It's probably not worth paying 70% more to upgrade to one of its uh, return New York City flights. Uh, if you have a look for their upgrade, it would be £403, whereas the base fare was around 282 pounds for the economy so you're you're upgrading by a huge amount for actually just a few centimeters more of legroom definitely not worth it but then it all depends what you pay for the upgrade uh, there is a site called seatguru.com that says that premium economy typically costs 85 to 95 percent more than economy and 65 percent less than business surely then it would be worth upgrading to business because it's a big jump to business class but you can actually pay as little as 10% more uh, than economy for the economy plus and to do this you need to wait till the last minute to check in uh, take it as a last minute check-in deal see if the price is worth it so the question is is premium economy worth it well what you need to do is weigh up the options certainly if you can get nearly a business class flight for the same don't do it for a few centimeters of legroom 
But if you can, for as little as 10%, last minute, go for it and see what you get for your upgrade. Remember, if you're flying with an airline that you're not used to flying with, then the price is going to be quite different and what you get for the price is also going to be quite different. It can range from a separate cabin and much better food to actually just a couple of centimeters more legroom. It's probably not worth it. And it comes back to what we usually find when we have these sort of questions. Do your research. Why is this so complicated? It's complicated to look into these things always. Which brings me to my next track. This is one choreographed by Jonas Dahlgren. It is called, the name and the dance are called Complicated. Chill out what you're yelling for Lay back, it's all been done before And if you could only let it be You will see I like you the way you are When we're driving in your car And you're talking to me one on one But you've become somebody else From everyone else You're watching your back you can't relax, you try to be cool You look like a fool to me Tell me why you have to go and make things so complicated I see the way you act like you're somebody else Gets me frustrated Lies like this, you And you fall and you crawl and you break And you take what you get and you turn it into Honesty, you promise me I'm never gonna Dressed up like you're something else Where you aren't, where it's that you see You're making me laugh out when you strike your pose Take up all your preppy clothes You know you're not fooling anyone When you become somebody else or everyone else You're watching your back like you can't relax Try to be cool, you look like a fool to me Tell me why you have to go and make things so complicated I see the way you act like you're somebody else Gets me frustrated Lies like this, you And you fall and you crawl and you break And you take what you get and you turn it into Honestly, you promise me I'm never gonna find you fake it
Isn't that a beautiful version? I love it. That's a new dance or newish by uh, choreographed by Jonas Dahlgren. Have a look at that one. It's complicated. And David Thomas is saying in the chat room, such a gorgeous version indeed. Jim is saying, what a great cover. And Joan has added a great dancing gif there. I'm guessing you like it too, Joan. Complicated. Complicated. It's an acoustic version and it is the name of the song and the dance, of course. The original was Avril Lavigne. I like the original too. I like them both. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. So last week, if you joined me, we were talking a little bit about languages. Of course, I do come back to this. I love languages. I love them. And one of the questions that hit at the end of the show was, how can I start learning if I want to learn a language, where would I go? Where would I start? There's no classes at the moment. You can't join a class. They're all shut. You can't go to your local college. So does that mean you just don't learn? No, there are tons of good language learning apps. Look out for them. So I will recommend, of course, the one that most people have heard of, Duolingo. Now, Duolingo is free. You can get it on Apple and Android, and you can uh, pick up your friends too. If you're joining Duolingo, look for me as a friend. I'm on there. Um, it is the most popular. It's the most simple to use. It has 19 languages available. Its best is French, Spanish, and Portuguese. I believe Spanish was the very first one it ever did uh, because it is very, very good at it. You also get the Duolingo podcasts, which I love. I listen to the Spanish podcasts. Now, you don't even need to register an account if you don't want to, though I would definitely recommend it because if you do so, you can track your progress. The classes start with the basics and they move through subjects and difficulty levels. I've even used Duolingo, you know, if I've been going to Norway or Italy uh, just to pick up some of the basic words. Uh, of course, it was a running joke when I went to Norway one time that all I could say was, I am woman, because that, that was all I'd learnt on uh, on Duolingo. So every time I was asked, do you want anything? I would say, mm, I am a woman. Are you hungry, Hayley? I am a woman. Do you want a drink, Hayley? I am a woman. I got a bit tiresome by the end. But it is great. It's quick to complete and you get a real sense of progress as you advance. Uh, you can upgrade, of course, on this to the paid version, but you really don't need to. The app just tests your writing skills, your listening skills, your oral skills too, if you want to use the microphone in your phone. Uh, if you would rather learn through real-life contact with a native speaker, there's other apps too. Uh, there's one called Hello Talk, which you could try. Again, this is free via Apple and Android, which will partner you with other users who speak the language and want to learn. I haven't tried this one myself yet, but it is on the list and it's been recommended by people who are on my university course who want to advance in their languages. There is a chat function and tools that allow you to even correct each other's writing. You can send voice messages or you can even call them free of charge. So that one is next on my list to learn. Uh, there's also Mesmerize or Memorize it's called actually, sorry. Um, that's another good one. Uh, I use one if you're wanting to really get to the basic of certain things. I use one in Spanish called Conjugato. Uh, that one I did pay for, but it's very, very good. So it depends how earnest you are to learn a, a language, but don't feel 
that because you're in lockdown it's not something you can do in fact it's probably better than ever to start you have all this time you can use if you uh, get furloughed or anything like that and also there are people like that all over around the world who are willing to help you I've certainly found my line dancer friends have been brilliant when uh, I want to chat in a different language and they uh, they patronize me and chat away and even correct me I like I like having some grammar corrected too I like to know what I'm doing wrong so check those out learn a language indeed uh, if you want to just back into the chat room uh, Ross Brown is saying complicated is newly released but was first taught last June during Jonas's you and me online event it's a nice dance yes uh, yeah I was saying it was sort of a new dance it, it, it's kind of been in the wings so thank you for that update on that info Ross brilliant brilliant help uh, okay, this one, if Sarah uh, Jalkinen is still listening, we were talking about language last week, we were talking about it just now, so I want to play this one for you, this is one you asked for, it is Je ne parle pas français, the name of the dance is I don't speak French, ah, it's one of mine, one of my favourites, here it is. <laughs> Verlaufen, hab keinen Plan, wohin ich gehe. Steh mit meinem kleinen Koffer hier auf der Champs-Élysées. Auf einmal sprichst du mich an. Salut, qu'est-ce que vous cherchez? Ich sag par, danse, tut mir leid. Ich kann dich leider nicht verstehen. Doch du redest immer weiter. Ich find's irgendwie charmant. Und male zwei Tassen Kaffee mit nem Stift auf deine Hand. Je ne parle pas français. Aber bitte red weiter, alles was du so erzählst, hört sich irgendwie nice an Und die Zeit bleibt einfach stehen, ich wünschte ich könnte dich verstehen Je ne parle pas aber bitte red weiter
guys are you with me are you with me out there give me a yes a yeehaw and okay if you can hear me i don't know what happened there we seem to disconnect for a moment um i know willie had problems as well this morning so i don't know what's happening if it's maybe a nationwide wi-fi problem although i have a little charger tester here that says that everything's okay so it's i can't explain it but are you with me give me a hello in the chat room i'm just gonna look through these comments uh Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah, for saying, uh, is this the loop and reminding me of this? Uh, a yeehaw from Ross, you're with me. <laughs> I was just playing complicated there. I don't know at which point it disconnected. Ross was saying uh, complicated is newly released, but was first taught last June during Jonas's You and Me online event. It's a nice dance. Yeah, I was saying it's a kind of new dance. It has been in the wings. There it is released. Thank you for that info, Ross. That's brilliant. All right. Okay, so you're back with me. Joan's still here. Lovely comments. Uh, lovely little hellos there. Thank you. Uh, let me see. You're all checking back in. Ross says, I did think so. Did you have a fairly long silence? <laughs> um, Jim is saying same. And the screen says, uh, your show title. Say, uh, shame on you for hacking her show, Ross. Ah. <laughs> oh yeah i guess it happens oh jane's still here hello all right i don't know how much you heard i was just talking a little bit about last week's show being language related um and uh, if you want to learn a language is now the time to do it uh one of the questions that got me at the end of last week's show was the fact that many had said oh i would like to learn a language but i can't go to classes i can't sign up with my local college i can't get out there to learn them but that doesn't mean you can't still learn a language because there are so many good apps for learning a language duolingo would of course be my first choice it's free. It's free on Apple and Android, and it is the most popular. It's the one most people have heard of. It's really simple to use. It has 19 languages available. It's best, with the best quantity, is French, Spanish, and Portuguese. And you don't need to register an account, though if you want to get on it, I would advise you do so, so that you can track your progress. It's great to keep track of that. And of course, if you register, it means you can swap devices too. The classes start with the basics and they move through the subject and difficulty levels. They're really quick to complete and you get a real sense of progress as you advance. The app will test your writing, listening and your oral skills too using the microphone in your phone. Uh, really great. You can upgrade to the paid version if you don't want the ads, but it's really not necessarily. And if you would rather learn through real life contact, um, I did recommend another app here for you. Uh, you can do, try one called Hello Talk. Uh, this gives you real life contact with a native speaker and it's free again on Apple and Android. I haven't tried this one yet. It was recommended to me by someone in my university group, but it's great. It partners you with people uh, from other languages, speakers of that language. If you want to learn, you can partner up with these other users. There's a chat function and tools that allow you to correct each other's writing, send voice messages, or call them free of charge, which is just brilliant. Uh, I'm on another one called Memrise. Uh, there is one I use called Conjugato. That's specifically Spanish. Um, anything, any of these apps would help you. And there's the Duolingo app, uh, podcasts, of course, uh, app podcasts. If you want to give those a go, I use the Spanish one. I listen to the stories. They mix English and Spanish just perfectly, and they're great. So if you want to learn another language and you're thinking, hmm, now maybe isn't the time, definitely it is the time. You may have extra time than you would have being in this kind of on-off lockdown situation. And of course, there are people all over the world in other situations. A lot of my line dancer friends have been great chatting to me in Spanish and French and making sure they help me with my learning. 
Um, just checking in the chat room again, another howdy from Jim. Jim, you're still with us. Ross is saying, you can't blame this on me. <laughs> um, and Joan is saying, saying uh, her husband, Andrew, can now speak bits of French so he can communicate with French people at his workplace. It's excellent. And that's a great thing that leads us to our next song. Uh, Sarah Jelkinen, are you still with us for this next one? We were talking about language last week. And again, we've been chatting here just briefly about it this week. And uh, I didn't play this one last week because it is one of my own, but I love it. And Sarah mentioned it in last week's show. It's, uh, it's called I Don't Speak French. The track is an Amica track called Je ne parle pas français. And I do love it, even though I say so myself. <laughs> Auf der Champs-Élysées Auf einmal sprichst du mich an Salut, qu'est-ce que vous cherchez? Ich sag pardon, es tut mir leid Ich kann dich leider nicht verstehen Doch du redest immer weiter Ich find's irgendwie charmant Und male zwei Tassen Kaffee Mit nem Stift auf deine Hand Je ne parle pas français Aber bitte red weiter Alles, was du so erzählst Hört sich irgendwie Ich wünschte, ich könnte dich verstehen
I don't speak French. A lot of love in the chat room from Bodil, Joan and Sarah for this one. And thank you, Sarah, for mentioning this one. I do like to play it, I must confess. Anne Spears is with us too. Anne says, been listening while busy. Thank you, Hayley. Thank you, Anne, for joining me. Uh, we are running out of time. I have just some basic chat of fact at the end. I just want to bring some of these forward just as we end our travels. Uh, one of the things I was looking at this week in the news, a happy hive. Have you ever wondered how honeybees spend the winter? Of course, spring is coming, but where have they been? Well, rather like us, these ingenious insects prefer to stay snuggled up at home during the colder months. In fact, honeybees only venture out of their cozy hive to occasionally find water. Experts at Rouse Honey say the rest of their time is spent clustered together around their queen in one giant bee hug. Oh, I love that. I want my kids to now huddle around me. I want to be the queen bee and kept warm. They flutter their wings to create warmth while feasting on their carefully preserved honey. I love this. I love this little fact to throw in this weekend about where the bees go in the winter. Oh, let's all come out of hibernation. I'm hoping there's sunshine where you are. And this brings me to playing a little bit of bumblebee. We had to squeeze this into the show, huh?
Bumblebee by Katie Cross, choreographed by Willie Brown there. Lovely one and some great Bumblebee gifs in the chat room. Guys, thank you so much for being with me today. Uh, I have one more fact before we go. Uh, good neighbours, by the way. Uh, from lending lawnmowers to minding our pets, acts of neighbourly kindness apparently save us Brits up to £165 per year. If you're not in Britain, I don't know what the statistics are, but I hope it's the same way you are, because £165 a year adds up to a whopping £5.8 billion pounds in annual savings across the country. What's more, research from Halifax shows us that 71% of us think our neighbours have a positive impact on our medical, on, on our mental, medical, mental health. Um, so if you have great neighbours, that's something worth celebrating as we go out of our show today. Um, so, uh, it is important to help each other out. It is important to be there for each other. And I'm so glad you've been here for me today. I've really enjoyed hitching a ride and traveling to Singapore and all around with you guys. Well done to everyone who played the quiz. Stay tuned. Ross Brown is coming right now. He's going to take you around the world. And, and we've got lots of great things on today, including my Streamline Workshop at 2 UK time, 3 CET CET time. Huh. Did I mention that already? I think I might have. Talking of friends, I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite Garth Brooks tracks because friends in high places are pretty good, but it's nothing like friends in low places. I'll see you same time next week. Don't forget to tune in and thank you again. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. And ruined your blind tie affair The last one to know The last one to show I was the last one you thought you'd see there And I saw the surprise And the fear in his eyes When I took his glass of champagne And I toasted you Said, honey, we may be thrilled But you'll never hear me complain Slip on down to the oasis So I've got a friend In low places I was wrong I just don't belong But then I've been there before Everything's alright I'll just say goodnight And I'll show myself To the door Hey, I didn't mean To cause a big scene Just give me an hour And then I'll be as high as that ivory tower But you're never known Cause I got friends in all places Where the whiskey drowns And the beer chases my blues away And I'll be okay 
Line Dancer Radio, exclusively Line Dance. 